about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. <laughs> Amen. You know, why led us to pray? I, I said we should pray because of a reason. Um, when a meeting like this is coming up, you have to prepare yourself. And you have to know something, something is very important that every Christian should know. God has a timetable that is general. Like January 1st, the old world, at least, except for time differences in some places, entered a new year. Now, January 1st is a new year to the entire world. But you see, if you read the book of Revelation, if you read the book of, you know, from the book of Revelation, if we start from uh, the whole of chapter 2 and chapter 3, Jesus was talking to seven churches and he gave a, a unique message to each church. God also has a timetable for every church. And God's timetable for one church is different from that of another church. You know, there are some dumb questions some people ask. That 31st, a lot of churches say, the front will say this year, Jesus didn't say, he, he spoke to seven churches and he didn't tell them the same thing. God doesn't deal with everybody the same way. I hope you understand that. Hallelujah. Because people are not at the same level with God. Is that right? So, it is the same spirit speaking to different churches. It might say to one, it's a year of restoration. And say to another one, it's a year of new beginning. And say to another one, it's a year of fallover. <laughs> and say to another one, it's your, your year of deliverance. It's the same spirit. It, deals, it gives a message based on what it feels, what it wants that, that church to run with. Now, I say that to say, technically or uh, spiritually, the new year of this church starts after the anniversary. Or starts with the anniversary. Praise the Lord. Is that understood? Yeah. So that's God's timetable. So really, we should spend time praying. That's all been praying 10 to 10, 15. He didn't ask us to add fast. He would have added, but we fasted all through September last year. And my first September this year again. But he said, we've been praying from 10 to 10, 15 every day for 40 days. Now we're on day something. Which day are we now? Exodus 33. I want to read that verse. We read it at, at the work night service, verse 33. And I want us to read it, verse 13, sorry, from 13, 15. I want to bring out something from there. Praise the Lord. Now I, now I pray thee, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. Look at Moses' prayer. If I have found grace in your sight, he said, <laughs> go, go back, go back to that verse. If I have found grace in your sight, show me thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace. If I have found grace, <laughs> hallelujah. It has told that grace is in dimensions. Moses has found grace, but he was asking for more grace. Now, I just want to share something briefly with us this morning. Next verse. And then he said, My presence, that is, should have been in capitalism, because this is God talking. My presence shall go with thee, and I will give you what? Everybody shout that word. I see the rest of God is upon you. Rest comes because of the presence of Jesus that is in our life. Or the grace of God. The grace of God operating in your life is an indication of the presence of God in your life. 
Praise the Lord. So Moses said, if I have found grace, and God said that my presence will go with you. And I want to show you briefly the, how important this is. Now, let's read on. Next verse. And Moses said, we read this in the night. He said, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. If thy... <laughs> Moses was leading the people, and he knew that to successfully lead people, the presence of God must be in his own life. He said, if your presence does not go with me, don't let us leave this place. Oh. Next verse. At this way I'm going. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not that thou goest with us so that we shall be separated, I and the people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? Put your hand on your chest. Say, I am different. Say it again. Hallelujah. Moses said, something has to separate us and every other people. And he said that this thing is your presence. First service, now we will look at something about David. And second service, I will say something about Joseph in this regard. Oh, I pray that by the time this service ends, Everywhere you find yourself, this thing will manifest in your life. The Lord has given us grace to enter 2018 with this thing. I just gave you an example. For all these people coming, I sent Reverend Adejumo WhatsApp message. Three years ago, Reverend, a brother in Ibado, that's one of the largest churches in Ibado, I had spoken to her about HOD. And I called her, but we couldn't have that meeting. Now, for three years, we didn't talk. I just sent her a WhatsApp. Honestly, I thought she would get angry. A WhatsApp message. And she said, I'm in America. This is my PS number. Call her. Let her give you a date. Then she later sent me a message that I'm preaching for Mama Deboya Redemption Camp that week. He said, What can we do? Then I sent a message, okay, I will move that meeting. I am coming. And that's it. You know I have never met her. I'm going to meet her for the first time when she comes. Oh, she's going to be at Wabek also. That is starting next week. What is it about? I got messages that, how did you get Reverend Sam to come? Me and this one, your fifth gear, the popular motivational speaker, is a pastor in Desta. He told me that for me to see the event, Sam is fasting and prayer. For himself, he was talking about himself. This time is about a church of 24,000 people. Reverend Sam has received apostolic mandate. It's all over the world. The biggest leadership meeting in the world is Belibel. A man called Belibel in Willow Creek in America. The condensarize has been there. They put Reverend Sam on the same platform with this world leaders talking about leadership. And when he finished, they said, according to assessment, that his session was the best. And Belibel did something. Now, that is one of the richest churches in America. And, you know, all the Hollywood stars who are Christian, that's where they go to. In fact, they, they act, they act announcement, they act everything. It's a mighty church. I told you before. They are something bigger than short price. They don't give relief materials to the poor in their church. They give you voucher. They don't want to embarrass you. So you go to, like, short price. You shop. And when you put the card in, the church pays. Isn't that wonderful? 
They are one of the finest mechanic workshops in town. All widows in the church and all people, people that their husband have left them, can come and fix their car for free of charge. And all the mechanics working there, they are professional, they are graduates, and they are all members of the church, and nobody collects money. They are one of the biggest hospitals. All the doctors working there are members of the church, nobody collects money. At the beginning of the year, everybody submits their calendar. Pastor, I am free for three weeks in September. That three weeks, I will spend it in church hospital to treat people. The nurses will come. I am free in June for three weeks. So all their members, they use their leave to serve in the church. There is no church like that. But greater than that is here. Are you with me? Won't you like to be part of that church? My friend once went for a program there. The man that was, that was driving there, the man just sat beside him and he started talking. 78 year billionaire or multi-millionaire sat down and he didn't, he didn't say you are a black man, you are a young boy. He just started flowing. And the man said, do you need a place to stay? Come and stay in my house. A child that is walking in love. And they are very quiet. I know the guy said something after the conference ended. The biggest people, the sponsors of that conference, they were having dinner together. These are big names in America. And he took Reverend Sam. And he said, hey guys, this is Sam Adiemi from Nigeria. I know you've heard a lot about this about Nigeria. I'm telling you that Sam is different. He said, Sam addressed them. And he left Reverend Sam and he walked in. You know what you call that trust? That these are the richest Americans and that the pastor is telling them that anything he tells you, listen. And the pastor left. He left you there. Ah. Some other people, they are, a, a voice must talk to them. They say, let's give unto the Lord. Because that church, they, their integrity, they are evangelicals and they don't joke with integrity. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. If they ask you to speak for 25 minutes and use 26, that's your last. Belibear will come. I said, old man, old white man, he will come up and be like, that was a fantastic message, but the man used one extra minute. That integrity begins at keeping time. And he said, we are not having this speaker again. It's publicly, immediately after you. So the spirit must use you within the time you are given. <laughs> Amen. In Nigeria, we haven't seen organization. They gave him a topic a year before, and you must submit your message six months before the conference, latest. And somebody will look at your message, and you are going to say everything you've written down. And some Nigerian people are like, where is the place of Holy Ghost? Bilaibe said, was Holy Ghost not there when I gave you the topic? Which is true. Must Holy Ghost be pro too? And this is what we termed him to be in Nigeria. He said, God sees the end from the beginning. If I, if I say that you are speaking to people next year, December, you are the one who doesn't know those people that will be there. The Holy Ghost knows. If you pray, He will give you a message for that people now. Record it and keep it. But you know, we like last minute approach here. <laughs> Amen. As I went to one of the one of the one of the leading uh, uh, um, uh, where the train leaders in the world is school, and in that school to even to enter, said you have to pay several billions. He was telling me he just graduated from the school now, which is PhD. He said every time in the plane for fourteen hours, twelve hours, I'm writing assignments. I submit, and he said if you submit thirty minutes late, that is minus thirty. So you have seventy. The highest you can get. And they said there was a time a day. Number one, they remove pastor from your name so that you can be. They call you by your name, Sam. 
Inside he sent one day inside the place. He said, when he feeling like this and he wanted to send everything just disappeared from his laptop. He said, oh my God. And he started again. And the Lord, he was just doing it at the airport, walking, walking. And it was 30 minutes. He sent it to the guy. And he said, he called the teacher. White man, excuse me. The man just said, no, prepare for the remaining 70 marks. <laughs> and he got about 68 over 70. Yeah. You know, we like excuses in Africa. Maybe along the line we are going to talk. In 2018, be the best you can be. Hallelujah. In your field, be the best you can be. And I will tell you this. Take it as part of the message. Study the best people in your field. You can only improve when you first of all know what is on ground. That's the starting point. So you have to know what they are saying first. If you want to have a TV station now or a news station, study CNN, BBC. You have to know how they... See, this is the difference between Covenant University and all others. How many of you have seen other churches inside the university and there is nothing to it? Bishop Bishop Edekbo started. He said, God spoke to you one. He now went for about a year. He read everything about Harvard University. When I was in UI, one of my closest friends, Kule Shoye, but his father was the HOD of Economics Department in UI. His father sat Bishop Edekbo on the table. Bishop Edekbo analyzed economy. The father is not born again. So, professor, he came home and he said, Ah, he said, Son, that boy, that was, I said, That boy. He said, I started asking myself, is this guy a pastor or a professor of economics? When they finished talking. Because uh, your capacity must be large. And one man said, you don't fast capacity, don't pray capacity, you develop capacity. The moment you wake up this year, and all you do is watching African magic, time is going. Some other young men, young men are in their room tasking their brain. In five years' time, the difference will show. I have told the leaders here, don't be deceived. There is nothing like leisure time. Whatever you are enjoying, turn it to training. Are you with me? So if you want to watch a film, also watch the one that will enlighten you. You are planning to take over the world and you are watching one film in Abule <laughs> where they bring it on and they are saying and that's what you like. <laughs> Amen. Now listen, I'm not saying don't uh, if you like, I love epic Yoruba films. I, lo I love those Asian but I love the ones that are historical that the, the, the truth is there I've watched Shongo, I've watched Afonja, I've watched, I love, I've watched Lishabi. These are stories that they've told us and I love to see them. But I'm just saying that uh, spend more time doing things that will build you up. Is that okay? Spend more time doing things that will build you up. It's important. One businessman watched Godfather, one, two, three, and the only, he got out to do business. And at the end, he said, I have learned how to deal with traitors. I learned it from Godfather. He said so. If you want Godfather very well, Pastor Billy is an expert. Himself is a mafia. <laughs> Nobody, I don't think anybody in this church has watched as many movies as Pastor Billy. How he does that, I don't know. Praise the Lord. And he can tell you everything. He can say everything they are saying in Godfather. 
<laughs> Amen. Interestingly, where were you? The medical students were all up to now. Nobody watches films like medical students in you. I don't know of other school, but medical students, you have to go to UCH now. When they are not doing world round or writing exams, they are watching movies. All of them. Amen. Including Pastor E, who was only there. My brother was preaching one day and mentioned the topic or title of a film. Nobody knew. This was the president, e, a very only man. And it was the only one I just, he just said it. My brother looked at him, that you? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If your presence doesn't go with us, don't take us from here. He said, because this is the only thing that separates us from other people. I want us to read 1 Samuel chapter 16, and I'll begin to close. I just want to show you something from there. 1 Samuel. We are walking in great grace this year, and that is why the presence of God is seen in our lives. Say amen. Hallelujah. I just want to tell you two things to do, always. Now, uh, for, for Samuel 16, let's look at verse 20 or so. Where the guy said, I have found the son of Jesse, verse 22, verse 22, I think. Okay. David has found favor in my sight. No, verse, I want to see where they were talking. To, verse 19. 18, verse 18. Praise the Lord. Then answered one of the servants, and he said, Behold, I have seen... A son of Jesse, a Bethlehemite, a cunning in playing, a mighty valiant man, a man of war, prudent in matters, and a comely person. And, what's the last one? This is the presence of grace. All other things will not work as they should until grace drops on them. Now, he was handsome. He was skillful in playing. But check, first of all, he could do all these things, but he was still at the backside of deserts. He was born. You, you don't, you, you either born handsome or not very handsome. Of course, money can make some adjustments. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, so he was born. So he had all these qualities in him growing up. They were there. And then, from his little age, he had learned how to play this guitar very well. And he was quite skillful. He could play very well. And he was doing this day in, day out. Because if you check this 1 Samuel 16 verse 1, God told Samuel that, Stop mourning over Saul, go anoint David. That anointing was what brought grace into his life. And it was in the same chapter. Grace will make things that are good about you to rise to the surface. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. And it makes you different. Hey, you know, Thank you, Lord Jesus. At any point in time, when they see a Christian in an office, they should see something about you. John 1, 16 says, Of his fullness we have all received grace for grace. Everyone that is listening to me and every born again, you have already received grace. Hallelujah. Amen. The next thing to do is to let it rise. Let it manifest. And I want to tell you two important things that you need to do. James chapter 4, verse 7. Hallelujah. The Bible says he giveth grace. Uh, uh, verse 6. Let's start from 6. Sorry. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he says, God does what? But he does what? Let's read it again. God? Church, I want to introduce something to you today. I will say more of a second. Listen to me very carefully. 
The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. It gives grace to the humble. That word humble there does not mean somebody that works like this. As if his, his back can be straight. It's simply somebody that surrenders to God, that acknowledges God in all his ways. I want to say to the church, a simple instruction. Take your worship deeper. See, when no one is watching and when people are watching, constantly let God know that he's your true source and that is the only one you cannot do without. The Bible says God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And Jesus said that the Father is seeking. What is the meaning of seeking? The Father is looking for such. God is looking for worshippers. A humble man is a man who acknowledges at all times. Hey, when people know this, they will not attempt anything without praying. You won't even step out of your house without an assurance of course, whether you pray or not, Jesus said, the Holy Ghost will be with you forever. But you being conscious of it has something to do with it working. And the only way to be conscious of it is to be deliberate about it. Oh, how many people enter the day with their plans? When I leave, I'll go to VI. I'll go to this place. And they come back. The Bible says it is vain for you to rise up early, sleep late, and still eat the bread of sorrow. He said the giver is beloved sleep. People have plans and we pursue those plans. But we don't take time to acknowledge it. Believers who are humble, the grace will multiply. And when that happens, they will always notice you. The Bible says, Ariok was told to kill all the wise men in Babylon. That's Daniel chapter 2. But before he was told to kill all the wise men, the Bible says God had brought Daniel into favor. How come everybody in the Bible, we will unravel Joseph's second, second service and I'll be fast about that. But from David, somebody said, I've seen the son of Jesse. And if you read further, in this same first, uh, first Samuel, then King Saul made him king. He made him a captain over the people. He was 17 and everybody accepted his leadership. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. And he said that before the servants of Saul, they all honored David and respected him. The king just said, he's going to be your new leader and everybody. Because they could see something about him. That was what Moses was talking about. That when the people see us, there is something that separates us from other people. It's the reason why they will say that this rent is 500,000, you don't pay, you get away. But somebody else gets there and they say, okay, how much do you have to fit? Okay, when do you want to pay the rent? Okay, six months, okay, pay, no problem. And that's it. It is on us. The other day I shared a testimony, or a kid should be somewhere here, you know. They move into the house without complaining the rent. They just paid the rent not too long ago. After living in the house. They believed they were going to pay. They dropped what they had, and the landlord allowed them. This same landlord will say no to some other people. I am saying, everybody might not flow with you, but those who matter, those who matter, those who have something to do with your destiny, they will flow with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is the working. It should be seen or not that when the grace of God is at work in a man's life, this is what people see. When they see him, they want to favor him. And that's why we are looking at all these examples. How come the king ordered, he said that, let them eat this food. Then they went to me, the same guy, and said, excuse me, sir, 
let us eat pulse and vegetable. And the guy thought about it. He said it's reservation. He said, you know that if the king look at you after 30 days and you are like looking at my shelter, he can behead me. Can you imagine somebody taking that level of risk for ordinary slaves? Why would they do that? The slaves who captured, somebody said, give them this, and one of them is telling you that, can I eat this? And you told him that, ah, if this is false, it falls the other way. The king will execute me. But he ended up allowing them. He consented to them in that matter. Favor. It will work with us like never before in this 2018. So many rules, they will bend it. So many protocols, they will skip for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. It gives grace to the humble. Look, this is the, this 2018 is a very good time to learn how to remove your shirt and hang it and lie down on your face in worship God. We worship unto God. Wherever you are, see, I don't know why praying this one came to me in particular. Those of you who love to be still during worship in church. Everybody's worshiping, you are just looking. When we pastor start preaching. Let the rock of my salvation be exalted. It's your rock you are talking to. And you are standing like a rock. Let the rock of my salvation be. I am saying, this came to me yesterday night as an instruction. Add action, add expression to your worship. When you say you are my king, at times go down and prove it. Are you with me? People will think you are crazy. In these little things, in these little things, that is where our victory is. Somebody say amen. amen. Oh, how many of us have become so casual with God? Some of the men that you see, you should see how they worship in their sacred place. One day I heard this from Pastor. He said, if I dance, if I dance the way I dance before God, all of you will start worshiping God and be looking at me. He said, so I do it privately. But some of us, even in our private moments, you just sit down there. Who is one that, <laughs> Jesus, who is one that, Lord, you are good. Ah, you are. <laughs> it is time to worship. Hallelujah. There is a connection between the flow of the anointing and worship. There are times you are driving. You can't take it again. You start with... You start casually. It gets so serious. You have to pack. This thing will cause something to start coming from your life. Those are the moments you hear the kind of voice you've never heard before. And there is an invitation for all of us into this in 2018. Saturate your life with this. This is what this year will be all about. And you see this amazing gift of grace working in your life like never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the morning, sometimes you want to wash, you first remove all the sorrow. Take your wrist, take your shoe off. And go on your nails. When last did you cry in his presence? Those who cry in worship, we always smile outside. Something great. Now, some of you are already feeling that you are far from some of these things I'm saying. And the time has come. That's why he didn't send me to tell you so as to condemn you, but you need to start. When you say that Jesus is Lord, say it with meaning. Let him mean something to you. If the Father is seeking for those who worship him, when he hears your voice, he will give attention. If you are seeking for something. God is seeking for something. Those who worship. 
Oh, this has nothing to do with Amen Manuel. Let's learn to lay down everything in his presence and worship. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. We are, we are, we are different. We are different. Oh, thank you, Jesus. When David was going to go to fight, he left the sheep in the hands of a sheepkeeper, an excellent man. In this year, this thing should come from all of us. And I want to say this as I close. Whatever they ask you to do this year, put your best into this. So many Christians don't know. Your dressing communicates something. Whether you are strolling, to me, it's not about telling men what to, don't just, or telling women, don't wear this, don't wear that. You should know by the Spirit that you represent a kingdom and that you are different on that. That is why a pop star cannot mentor us on how to dress. We are Abraham's children. We are like stars of heaven. We are bigger than them. Let me tell you this. When you are different, people will act as if you are funny, but later they will appreciate you for who you are. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I can't look like an ordinary guy in town. I am not ordinary. He lives in me. And that should appear in everything I do. That's how we can't pick up a fight and be shouting like every other person on the streets. You know, there are many who are born again. They've not allowed this life to rise from within them. I'll say the leaders in the morning. People think it's part of civilization to say hi to everybody. Somebody is 20 years old, like, hi. Something is wrong with you. Some don't know. You think it's civilized. Let, look, the way the Western world is going, they will regret what they are blessing. But those who are wise will know. The generation who are releasing all these laws, they were well trained. They were well beaten growing up. Now they are raised. That's why not many of them, their children can come to become what they want. Now they are raised a generation of irresponsible people in the name of civilization. I saw one on Facebook slapping his mom almost 11 times. And the mom was there. I saw one at the hotel lobby because the mom told him to say, she, he put the skirt of the mom. I trust Africa. Your life will remain the same. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, what, kind, what kind of nonsense? And you see, we are, we are bringing this in there. We want to dress like them, say everything like them. Listen, my, 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 I, my, my sister-in-law put to bed one time and then my mom went to babysit she went there, and then she would be helping her to sweep. And there was this couple living with them. She would wake up in the morning, my mom would be sweeping. She would greet, a good morning, ma. And she would go, she would not be saying that, but late, I'm late. She would go and make tea in her lateness and coffee. Bread and tea. She would take it. It was Brasher Uka, he's been there to pray before. He was standing there, so that one confronted her, but my mom wouldn't say anything. That one said, come here, you are not well, something is wrong with you. Because my mom left. Now remained himself. Shegu woke up in the morning. A director in corporate affairs. He was helping them to do one or two things. His wife was in Abuja, but he was living there in Abuja. And this guy woke up again in the morning. Went to the kitchen to fish tea and bread. And was going out. He said, come here. Now me, I will say the truth. Now, we can be enemies like that. I will tell you. You know, some people live with some people. You won't help them to do anything. They shouldn't tell you. We are believers. Part of us being different from the world is what I'm saying now. There is a way I talk to married people in this church. I hardly call married people by name. Even the people that I've known for years, that I know that they are five, six, seven years my junior, it doesn't matter. There is a way. It's not civilized. These are demonic works. People don't know. 
we have, we have inculcated, we have internalized some wrong value system. And it's not allowing the light of many to shine. Check the Bible. It is part of Bible culture to greet. There is something about a Christian man or a Christian lady who gets to a shop and says good morning to everybody. The Bible says give honor to whom honor is due. Adding that to your boss, there is nothing wrong with it. It's acceptable. And not your boss only. When you see people that are older, it doesn't matter if she's a market woman, she's selling something, and you are the one buying. It doesn't make you talk to them anyhow. Sometimes I ask cab to take me. Maybe mechanicals want to fix my car. I talk with them. I talk to them with respect and dignity. Ask here. There's a woman selling charcoal outside there. There's an organizer there. And there are about four cab drivers here. Every morning when I come and I park here, I greet all of them. All of them. And we made sure we gave all of them a gift for Christmas. We did. All of them. I'll greet. Even the neighbor that wants to argue with me, here, I saw on the road, I grabbed mommy. I called that mommy because she said about 50 something. Mommy, good afternoon, man. And she laughed, said, Pastor, and we, we sent gift to them Christmas also. And then when they took the gift, he said, Ah, this pastor that I'm always fighting is still broke. This is wonderful. We must see. I'm taking time. I should have stopped. This first time should have ended now. Listen to me. Have you read that commandment for that? Honor your father and your mother. That you, one of the few commandments, one of the few, one of the ten commandments, repeated in New Testament. It's not a New Testament thing. I thought I've seen some funny guys on Facebook who insult anybody. They do understand. The bad thing about like if you are eating sugar, you are throwing 30 kilos of sugar into your mouth every day. It doesn't mean you'll be sick in one month, in two months, three months, four months. It's later. The most deadly things are the ones whose impact they don't show. The, the, impact, the, the impact will not show on time. Those are because it encourages you to continue. Until it is late. The doctors will now say that you have accumulated this thing. Then, we can, then it, you can't reverse it again. Satan likes that kind of trick when it won't show immediately. You know, some people have gotten a job and the way they talk to their parents now. Because they depend on you, you send money home. Does it give you that license to say some things or to talk anyhow? Believers must watch out for these things. Honor your father, your mother, that thy days may be long. No Christian should be praying for long life. Just do what the Bible says. And that it might be well with you. It's not about long life alone. Do you want to enjoy life? You want to enjoy your future? Pay attention to all these things. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Oh, I, I, I wish all young Christians across the globe will listen to this. We don't just copy any slang. We are different. Hallelujah. And we have kingdom culture. We don't try to talk like people. We don't try to dress like every other person. You know, so many people, if you look at the two you are dancing to, I mean, who is calling the, what you are, uh, uh, every time you dress, every time you talk, every time you do things, you are copying it from magic, you are copying it from, what is the future of those people? I cannot be dressed by a drug addict who has no family value because a pop artist his whole family is falling apart. His children are cursing him for divorcing their mom and everything upside down. That is the person that is mentoring me now to talk. He releases a song. He says something to start saying it every day. Join them. I know these are the things I put because we don't know who we are. Greater is it that is in you. You are a child of God. The glory of God is upon you. Say amen. Yeah. And leave it out. Your case is different.
People will start seeing this thing on you. Everywhere you turn. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everywhere you turn. People will start seeing this on you. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Shall we rise? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshomakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.